Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest in Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Well, have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23, Inside Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And I'm Tony from Good Morning America. And together, we're taking you Inside Disney. Hello, hello. Hello. Hi, friends. How is everyone doing? Magical. Always. I love that. Tony, I feel like you should be extra magical. You got so much digital love last week on social media after we announced you were coming as a new host on the pod. I was like, Tony got a lot of friends. Oh my gosh, the clout, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm so overwhelmed by everybody. Everyone listening, thank you so much for the support. I love being here. And I'm 100% overwhelmed by Everyone's sliding into the DMs, all the likes, all the retweets, very overwhelmed in the best way possible. So thank you, Jeffrey. Well, thank you. We're so happy to have you. I know. Yeah, seriously. It's so nice to have you on the show. And honestly, nice to know that there are others of us Disney fans (laughs) out there for real. So Yep. Agree. Agree. So what else have you been up to, Tony, other than burning up the interwebs? (laughs) the usual well really burning up the interwebs over here at abc we're working on this big series called soul of a nation you know i can tell you when i've kind of moved away from our, our day-to-day gma to work on this series as a network-wide events this beautiful first of its kind series by abc news it premiered this week and it involves just like powerhouses of celebrities and influential people across the black community john legend common sterling k brown Everyone you can think of is part of this, and it's beautiful Mm. to see it presented in this way on ABC. So that's been much of my life uh, in the past couple of weeks. So super exciting to kind of deliver this to the world and to see all the work that all my colleagues have been doing is super, super awesome. Mm. Congratulations. Very cool. Thank you, guys. And then beyond that, obviously WandaVision. Hello. (laughs) I'm so locked into this series, and it's giving me everything possible that i could ever want in a marvel tv series so super cool so sad that it is coming to an end i, I pretty much am planning <laughs> no. to stay up you know extra late i normally am like in bed by like 9 45 because i'm that old and that person but i'm gonna be pushing it <laughs> i'm gonna be pushing it to the midnight hour <laughs> i remember uh, talking to jeffrey earlier this week he was like why are you still awake and i'm like jeffrey, i'm always awake and then i was like you know wh- Maybe one day I'll learn how to sleep. And Jeffrey says, when you're old like me, you yeah. learn how to sleep. <laughs> there you go. It's very important. You need, your, you need as much rest as possible. I did another because I can't stop going to the WandaVision photo opportunity at Downtown Disney. I went and went back and I did another photo op, which was very fun. I went with my friends, Danny and Ellington. They were hilarious and fantastic went to Carthay circle again i we were so excited ah Carthay martini it was everything and actually also over the weekend my fabulous friends andrew and jackie who have been part of my bubble crew and my bubble family for the year invited me over in a very safe covid safe way to enjoy the crew premiere of riot and the last dragon jackie works at feature animation and it was so much fun and it was just great to see all the excitement from all the creators and all the incredible people who worked on the project and get a little bit of their perspective and and just see how excited they were to all be together even in a virtual way and that was great and there was a, a kumandra cooler recipe that was sent out and i definitely 
enjoyed the Kumandra cooler. Ooh. And speaking of Raya, coming up on the show, the voice of Raya herself, the fabulous, the amazing, the ultimate Kelly Marie Tran. And does she have Yay! stories? Aww. Oh my gosh. And for anyone who has a question about a Disneyland corn dog, I think we really got into <laughs> it with her. So we really get into it. She's one of my favorite people. I love Kelly so much. I love Kelly her so much. Uh, I want to go to the parks with her, all of the parks with her one day. True. Same. Same. And Cherry, what have you been up to? Big news, guys. Ooh. I am back on Survivor on Hulu. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes, I took Woo. my week break. You know, you don't know what you're missing till you don't have it. I took a week off of Survivor. And now I'm wow. back. I'm back on Hulu. I'm on a new season, Heroes versus Villains, which according to the internet is one of the best seasons. If anyone wants to chat with me about it, please, spoiler free, keep it spoiler free. <laughs> find me on the socials all right <laughs> I'm so obsessed with your obsession yes and i'm of course still watching making my way through the muppet show on disney plus what was the latest one you watched florence henderson was the guest on the episode oh. i just watched oh. it's seriously iconic every episode is iconic every skit is iconic every muppet is iconic iconic all around yes speaking of iconic i think we all know that in 2023, the Walt Disney Company will be celebrating its 100th anniversary. Wow. Wait, no, I did not know that. Really? 100 years. Tony, Tony, we're going to have to have a discussion about this later. The Walt Disney Company was founded in 19... If it's going to be 100 years old in 2023, Tony. <laughs> math. Math is not okay, that hard. Listen, no, wait, wait, we discussed this on my first day of school. I, I'm not good at numbers here. Okay? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Well, the company was founded in 1923 when Walt came to Southern California to be with his brother Roy, and they established what would become the Walt Disney Company, hence D23. Okay, but really, (laughs) back to the important news at hand, the Walt Disney Archives has announced that they will be doing an exhibit celebrating 100 years of the company. It is going to open at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia in February of 2023, It is going to be immersive. It is going to be 15,000 square feet. It is going to showcase stories and characters from 100 years of Disney. It's going to be amazing. So very, very cool news coming out of the archives. I'm sure there's going to be more details coming up in the coming months and at D23 Expo in 2022. Wow. 100 years of Disney. And it has a theme song by Tony. I'm planning it all right here in production. 2023. Here we come. (laughs) well i've got a exciting new trailer alert pixar's latest greatest film that's upcoming luca yes it looks amazing it really 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 makes me miss traveling especially going places beyond my couch (laughs) (laughs) per per pixar usual the italian riviera in luca looks absolutely stunning the character design top notch There was also a mustachioed cat toward the end of the trailer that I am curious about. Um, Mustachioed? Is that a word? If it isn't, it is now. Okay. We're just going to go with that. (laughs) I did scrub through, like, trying to go frame by frame because that is the person I am to find (laughs) Easter eggs. And I couldn't find any. So if anyone out there spotted a Pixar Easter egg, maybe an A113, Mm. 
maybe a mm. Pizza Planet truck. Let us know. I couldn't find one. Oh, anyway, so this movie looks amazing. Directed by Academy Award nominee Enrico Casarosa, who directed one of my favorite Pixar shorts, La Luna. Mm. The voice cast is also remarkable. Jacob Tremblay as Luca, Aww. Jack Dylan Grazer as Alberto, Maya Rudolph and Jim Gaffigan are Luca's parents. It's truly an incredible cast and it's going to hit theaters June 18th of this year. I loved in the trailer the effect of when the water hit them. And I, you know, if you haven't seen the trailer, I don't want to give anything away because it was a, it was a bit of a wow moment. Yeah. In other movie news, it was announced that Spider-Man No Way Home will premiere December 2021. That is the answer that has been plaguing Marvel and Spider-Man fans for months. What is the name going to be? It was announced in a fun video posted to the Spider-Man movie Twitter page where co-star Zendaya and Jacob Batalon pick on star Tom Holland for spoiling title reveals to their movies. So looking forward to December 17th, 2021. So ready for this one. Oh, so good. Nice. Well, speaking of dates... Get out your calendars or your phones or whatever it is that you use to track important dates because premiere dates were just announced for some upcoming Disney Plus series. Woo-hoo! I'm going to run through this list, so get ready, everyone. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier series premiere on March 19th. Yay! Yay! Woo-hoo! The Mighty Ducks Game Changers, that series premiere is on March 26th. Big Ooh. Shot series premiere with our friend Yvette Nicole Brown. That premieres on April 16th. Amazing. Star Wars, The Bad Batch series premiere is on, fittingly, May the 4th. Oh, yes. Uh Mm -hmm. Okay, this one, yes, here we go. High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two premiere is on. Oh my gosh, I'm so obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) May 14th. I'm like all about Olivia Rodrigo just as an entire human right now. Like Mm -hmm. everything she's doing right now, I am, ooh, love it. Yep. And she's also a friend of the pod. Yeah, that's true. We had her on just about a year ago. Yeah. 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 Loki series premiere is on June 11th. Yes. Yes. Zenimation season two premiere is on June 11th. The Mysterious Benedict Society series premiere is on June 25th. Ooh, excited for this one. Monsters at Work series premiere on July 2nd. Mm. Turner and Hooch series premiere July 16th. And Chippendale Park Life series premiere on July 23rd. That is just around the corner. Check out d23.com for more of the images and the trailers and some of, I love, key art for these projects and more. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. My fingers are exhausted from typing all those dates on my calendar now. <laughs> and here's one more date for you. May 21st. That is when Marvel's MODOK will premiere on Hulu. Now, I was very unfamiliar with MODOK, which is the mental organism designed only for killing. That oh, sounds yeah. fun. <laughs> I watched the trailer. This may not be a show that you watch with your children. I'm just going to say it felt like it skewed a little adult, but it also looked hilarious it's animated Patton oswald is one of the voices and he is always just so brilliant it was a very strange trailer after years of setbacks <laughs> and failures modok which is this thing he was trying to fight the earth's mightiest heroes he has run his evil organization aim into the ground so now ousted as aim's leader while also dealing with his crumbling marriage and family life he is set to confront his greatest challenge yet. So tune in on May 21st to see what that is. Okay, Marvel. I see you. All right. Well, you guys, sticking with the theme 
dates, dates, and more dates, I too <laughs> have a date for you. Ready? Oh. The script spelling bee Yay! going to Disney World. That's right, you guys. <laughs> so exciting. The 2020 event was canceled, of course, due to COVID last year, which, by the way, since I'm a history buff, can tell you that 2020 marked the first time the spelling bee was called off since 1945 because of the Second World War. Hmm. Super, super interesting. But we have something else to look forward to now in 2021 because the nationally televised youth competition, which began in 1925, is set to return this summer, airing live, you know, I love live, on July 8th <laughs> from ESPN's Wide World of Sports Complex at my alma mater, our alma mater, Cherry, yeah. the Walt Disney World Resort. So, uh, you know, I'm a nerd. I love the spelling bee. I love, I love Disney, you know. So. <laughs> so 1925, that would be how many years after the Walt Disney Company was founded, Tony? Okay, I, I can't do numbers. I don't, you can't do this to me on the fly. <laughs> All right, um, moving on. Me, moving oh, on. Oh man, I, I couldn't pull up my calculator on my phone even that fast, so I got frazzled. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Walt Disney World, wait, there's more. I gotta say, I will share with the two of you, everyone listening. I will forever be an Illuminations Reflections of Earth stand, but oh, yes, I have a breaking update from our friends at Walt Disney Imagineering about drum roll, please, Harmonious. that's right harmonious is the name of the new show the teams are in florida are hard at work there's an awesome post now the disney parks blog which shows some of the new barges that flow out into the lagoon inside world showcase super cool to see the photos and the process of creating a show like this but backstage the team at disney live entertainment says they're working remotely with artists and music producers to record sessions for the new show so it's super fascinating to see music produced like this miles and miles apart but together with all our teams they're bringing us what will be one of the largest nighttime spectaculars disney imagineering has ever produced so Mm. super excited for all things epcot obviously we love our nighttime entertainment across all our parks i'm super stoked for this one same i can't wait to see jeffrey's coverage because i know you'll be there on opening night i will be there with you (laughs) yay Well, friends, it's March, which I know for some people means March Madness or whatever. But for our kind of people, it means <laughs> D23 March Hair Mania 2021. <laughs> yes, Woo! it is time to fill out those brackets. Last year, you all decided which Disney adventure duo reigned supreme. I believe it was the Mandalorian and the child. And now you can vote in the most epic face-off of Disney characters, dinosaurs versus dragons. Ooh, so it is up to I'm you, talking about. Yes, yes, to decide which one of these majestic creatures is going to make it to the top. You can vote every day through Friday, so keep checking back at d23.com to make sure the characters you love make it to the end. Some of the round one matchups include Carnotaurus from Dinosaur versus Rex from Toy Story. I think we all know who has my vote. <laughs> Blazy from Onward versus Aww. Mushu from Mulan. That is going to be a really Ooh, tough goodness. one for me. Ooh, I don't know. Mushu might have the edge. I I know I love my Pixar characters, but I love Mushu. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, did either of you watch the Golden Globes last weekend? Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Great show. Have to give a shout out to all of our colleagues who won. Disney scored five Golden Globe Awards, including, can you name this film? <clears throat> this is a pop quiz. Quote, Ooh. a spark 
isn't a soul's purpose. Hmm. hmm I think I, wonder, I know this one. Uh, Is it the Jungle Book? Wait, no. Toy Story 4. Cinderella? Oh. No. Darby O'Gill and the Little People? Ooh, good one. Ooh. <laughs> Close. That was a deep cut there. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> it's from Pixar's Soul. Woo! Who won the Golden Globe for Best Animated Picture and also for its original score. Andre Day was awarded Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture Drama for the United States versus Billie Holiday, which is streaming now on Hulu. So much great TV there. Just out this week, and I feel badly that we have not mentioned it sooner, but it is now available, a new book for fans of Disney Cinderella called Delphine and the Silver Needle. And a, a full confession, it was written by a very, very good friend of mine, Alyssa Moon, um, for Disney Publishing. It is a great, great book. I had a chance to read it last year. It's like a, like a bit of an epic adventure. Laughing Place, which is a, a great fan site, called it a Lord of the Rings for a Disney. It, it's really, really cool. An epic adventure. This young mouse, she's a, a dressmaker. She goes on this epic journey and there's a little bit of magic involved and a couple of familiar faces turn up. So you can pick up the book right now if you're interested. But mostly what we're interested in now, Sherry, do you know what we're interested in now? Um, let's see. We're interested in five fantastic things to watch this weekend, courtesy oh, of our friends at D23, the official Disney fan club. For complete details, visit D23.com. Tony, what's up first? All right, you guys, coming to Disney Plus Friday, March 5th. Meow. Garfield, a tale of two <laughs> kitties, y'all. I like your meow. That was amazing. Meow. <laughs> Voiced by Bill Murray. I'm so ready to watch this again. So I'm super excited for March 5th on Disney Plus. Garfield, Yay. a tale of two kitties. Also on March 5th, coming to Hulu, is the new movie Boss Level, starring Frank Grillo, who people may remember from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and Naomi Watts. And it is about a former Delta Force member who is killed by assassins in different ways and then starts the day anew on a loop. So I love time loop movies. This sounds a little violent, but I am still in. I'm very (laughs) excited. And I thought my week was stressful. Goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a big Tom Holland fan, you guys, as well as Pixar, the best of both worlds, Hmm. are featured in Pixar's Onward, which celebrates its one-year anniversary on March 6th. Yay! Can't think of a better thing to watch on March 6th. Except for perhaps this, Sherry. <gasps> yes, we have the season finale of The Incredible Dr. Poll. It <laughs> is going to air 9 p.m. Eastern on Nat Geo Wild. I love the episode titles always. This one is called One Year Polder. From <laughs> tiny puppies and rabbits <laughs> to large cows and horses and creepy crawlies. And I'm sure lots of fun friends in between. This episode, it's a fun mix of aww and wow and yuck. So <laughs> really, you really those are my favorite episodes. <laughs> yeah, same. And to cap off the weekend to celebrate the 13th anniversary of College Road Trip, it's on Disney Plus. Martin Lawrence stars as a police chief and super protective father who drives his teenage daughter Melanie, played by Raven Simone from their home in Chicago to a college interview. En route, chaos, hilarity, and yes, a pet pig ensue. Check it out. And Donny Osmond. And Donny Osmond, yes. (laughs) I mean, he'll make a man out of someone. (laughs) Now on to our guest. Ready, friends? Well, creating one memorable character for Disney is quite something, but this incredible actor now has the great distinction of creating two. 
first, we felt the force with her as Rose Tico in Star Wars The Last Jedi and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, of course. Now she goes from a world of light sabers to a world of heavy swords. See what I did there? Uh-huh. Yep, yep. She's the warrior and the title character in Walt Disney Animation Studios' Raya and the Last Dragon. Please welcome, I'm so excited, Kelly Marie Tran. Woohoo! Oh my God, sis. Hey. Hello! Uh, that was an incredible intro. Did you write that? That was... I mean, I would have to hold in my laughter because I didn't want to laugh over your lines, but... Uh, <laughs> incredible kiss, intro for an incredible woman. <laughs> so oh, we know you are a Southern California girl. Did you go to Disneyland a lot growing yes. up? Oh my gosh. Were you always at Star Tours? Tell us your Disneyland background. I, okay, so I'm really lame. I actually was never on Star Tours because it gives me a headache. You know, those simulation rides. I feel like I'm an 80 <laughs> year old saying this, but I loved Disneyland growing up. And my favorite part of Disneyland is, I am not ashamed to say, the uh, Main Street corn dog cart yeah oh, yes Ooh. oh i'm craving one it's incredible it's incredible <laughs> mm. oh, what's it like then going from avoiding riding on star tours to actually <laughs> living your star wars experience actually you know it's so funny because i used to actually get in trouble on set because i would like I'd be like, this is cool. I'm gonna go up on this like really high thing. People are building stuff. And then I would get in trouble because I guess it was unsafe for me to be up there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was really incredible. I will say like, I think I've said this before but I feel like I was given the golden ticket to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or something. Like someone just gave me an awards letter or an admittance letter to Hogwarts. And I'm like, these are all not Disney owned things. These are all just things I like, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll edit that out. Oh, uh, yeah, just yeah, kidding, edit that just out. Kidding. But yeah, it just, it really felt like someone gave me this incredible opportunity to explore this magical world. I had no idea was in the realm of possibility for me. And that happened with Star Wars, but it has also happened with Raya, really. Is it just, it doesn't really make any sense. You know, I grew up loving fantasy movies. I grew up loving Disney animated movies. And to be part of both of those things is... Uh, pretty miraculous yeah <laughs> wow well taking it back to star wars we read online that when you were filming the last jedi you told your parents that you were making an indie flick in canada yes <laughs> can because... you tell us more about that <laughs> yes because someone told me that if the news got out that I would lose the job, I don't know if that was like, they just didn't want me telling people, <laughs> but I took it so seriously. I was like, I won't even tell my parents. I'm not telling anyone. I'm wow. gonna make up this whole story. I had this whole convoluted lie, which wasn't in retrospect, very smart because Canada and the UK have very different time zones. So that was complicated, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> now, Kelly, I get the treat of seeing you many a time at Good Morning America. But the last time I saw you in person was like two years ago. I was producing Triple Force Friday for our friends at Lucasfilm. Oh where my we gosh. had you unboxing, you remember it? And seeing your action yeah. figures for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Side, side note, you and Naomi Aki cannot be in a room together 
It is a lost cause. It is a laugh factory, you guys. It was such a good time. (laughs) Doing press with Naomi is the best because we're just like legit friends. And it's just us joking around the whole time. And I remember we would do interviews and then we'd like walk out and then uh, we'd hear like, oh yeah, all the journalists are saying that you guys are the fun room. And we would be like, yeah, we're the fun room. (laughs) I was like, we need 10 more minutes in this room, please. Minimum. But take it. Best. I was just gonna say, take us back. Like, what was it like for you seeing yourself in action figure form in that moment, like as a Funko bobblehead? What was that like for you? Uh, crazy. I also didn't know. Okay, this is gonna make me sound really lame, but I didn't know what Funkos were prior. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, "What is this? Like, I, I don't. It's kind of. It's got a really big head. I like. I don't know. It's been insane and wild. I mean, it's not a normal human experience to like see yourself in action figure form. It's it's bizarre. But yeah, obviously, I feel so grateful to have been part of this entire thing. And and now I know what Funko is because I actually drive past the Funko store a lot, and there's always a line around the corner. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm like, I bet Jeffrey's in that line. Really? I'm like, what are you? I was, I go to that pet boy sometimes to get like my oil change to my car and stuff. And I'm like, what are all these people in line for? Like, is there like some sort of like free food being given out? Do I need to like get in line? And they're like, oh, we're here for the Funkos. And I'm like, it's just well, now, wild. Like, you know what they are. And now I know what they them. are. They're everywhere. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, they're so cute. Yeah. We, we love the Funko. We love, love it. Okay. Well, let's talk Ryan, the last dragon. The movie is epic so incredible Yay! made me cry made me laugh it's just so good how did you react when you found out you got the role absolute disbelief yeah it doesn't really make sense I don't know how to explain this to you guys because as an actor you're not in control of what you get to be a part of you know you're you're in control of okay all I can do is my best in the room in the audition and then you just kind of try to throw away any hopes or desires you have because you don't want to break your own heart at the end <laughs> So that's kind of what I was doing. I was just auditioning for things and I, I was trying to not get my hopes up too much. And then this one was obviously such a special, special project. Yeah, so absolute disbelief. I think I still kind of don't believe it. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about the reality of it. And I I got to work with so many cool people, so many cool actors and writers and the directors and just... It's just an incredible community, truly. I wish I could bring you guys with me. I wish I could bring everyone who's ever loved... Disney animated movies to like go tour the animation building and to see all of the drawings and to just like feel the magic of it because it feels like magic. I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, Sherry and I have had that chance a couple of times because we've had the good fortune because I work on the lot right across from animation. That said, that was a year ago when I actually worked on the lot as opposed to in my house. Yeah. It's oh. amazing. It all feels like a dream now. It's like really, it does feel like magic. (laughs) The animation building. Yeah. Yeah. You were talking about the cast. Now you're a very funny person in your own right. So what's it like? (laughs) What's it like for you to be essentially playing the straight man or the straight woman to Aquafina's wisecracking? Oh my gosh. Well, Aquafina is just so incredible. She's amazing. And she's so good in this movie. And Sisu's so fun and different and energetic and I loved playing against her. I love the relationship that we sort of found in the process between these two characters because it was something that as an actor working on an animated movie you don't really get to work with the other actors. 
it's just sort of you. And especially now with COVID, it's just you and the directors on Zoom. <laughs> and you're sort of doing this as an isolated experience almost. So to hear the ways in which our voices and our characters are able to play off of each other, it was pretty incredible. And yeah, I'm really, really proud of it. And I guess my answer to your question is I'm stoked <laughs> that I got to work with Aquafina <laughs> and that uh, our dynamic is so fun. Yeah. Have you had a chance to watch a final cut of the film or close to final yes. cut? Yes. So we had a cast screening digitally end of January. So we were able to see the final movie and yeah, it blew my mind. When um, you're watching, what's it like hearing your voice coming from an animated character? It's weird. It's weird. You know what's funny? I actually, so I was hanging out with my sister the day of the Super Bowl. And her husband was out of town and, you know, we were talking, blah, blah. We're like on FaceTime. He turns around and goes, I think I hear Kelly's voice. And it was the Super Bowl commercial that was playing. And it's so weird. I guess awesome, what I'm saying is <laughs> it's weird that you could identify my voice. But yeah, me seeing an animated character and hearing my own voice, wild. It is a totally otherworldly experience. And also like, I love Raya so much. Like I love her as a character. I love that... I love that I get to play her as a child and then as, as someone who's grown up a little more. <laughs> and I love that she sort of experiences the entire gamut of human emotion. Like she's a character who is funny and witty and smart and also like sarcastic and angry and sad. And yeah, it's been a pretty beautiful, crazy experience for sure. Wow. Well, one thing that I especially love about Raya as a Filipina myself, I love that the film has a predominantly Asian cast. What does that mean for you? Or maybe what would that have meant to a young Kelly watching that movie? I, it's so crazy to be part of this cast. Cause you know, growing up, I think the one movie that I felt like I watched over and over and over was Mulan, which also to me is such an empowering movie to watch and to think that kids are going to be able to hopefully see themselves in these characters. It really means a lot to me. It makes me emotional thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm like at a loss for words because Love it's, it. Um, it feels bigger than me for sure. I think it's a great answer. You alluded to this, you recorded some of the film from your home. What is that like? Is it, is it weird to be recording Walt Disney Animation Studios like new huge movie <laughs> from your kitchen table while wearing yeah. <laughs> funny slippers. Actually, it was a fort. Like we built a fort. <laughs> we built a wow. voiceover Incredible. fort, which was just like sound blankets taped, like legit duct taped to a wall so that <laughs> the sound wouldn't echo as much. Yeah, set up like a little, a monitor where the uh, directors could be on Zoom. And I guess it's a lot of expectation versus reality <laughs> of, you know, being a kid and being like, oh, this is gonna be, like, if I ever get to, I'd love to see what that's like. It's such a glamorous, wonderful, like faraway dream. And then I'm in my apartment being like, why is the internet cutting out? I'm frozen, I can't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. But truly inspired by how everyone was able to come together and, and make this movie from home. At one point there's over 450 people in their own individual homes working on this movie. And it strangely sort of is a metaphor for the message of the movie, which is that, you know, if we come together and we trust each other, we can make something beautiful and, and bigger than ourselves. And that's kind of the whole, what the whole experience has been for me, for sure. So without giving away any spoilers, 
we've buttered you up for this moment. Just kidding. <laughs> what was your favorite scene to film or track or maybe like a favorite line for the movie? <laughs> Probably Princess Undercut. <laughs> <laughs> we're all laughing because we know exactly what you're talking about, but yeah. it's good. I promise it's good. Yeah. Love. I'm a huge fan of going back to Star Wars for a hot second. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I see your poster. <laughs> oh, that's true. Signed by Carrie, actually, many years ago. You did? Yes. So for those listening, we're actually on video talking to her. Now that's why she can see something. It's not, <laughs> she does not have the third eye. Although perhaps she does have Maybe. third, uh, anyway. but yeah. At least Jeffrey, Original. you have a cool background. Literally we're in my closet. <laughs> Sherry, I, I know, I was looking at this. I was looking at this, what looks like a doll in Sherry's closet, but I don't think yeah, it's I've a doll. Yeah, I've got a plush up there. Is that a doll? Oh. got all my clothes. Oh yeah, my gosh, penguin. I love it. Okay. I love it. <laughs> if only um, our listeners can see. <laughs> So I, I am a big Star Wars fan and I loved the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Was that fun to make? What's it like seeing a Lego version of you? That was so fun to make. Oh my gosh. A voiceover is the best gig, by the way. I just think it's so fun. You show up in your PJs, you get to be a kid. There's none of this. There's so much less awareness of what your face is doing and what your body's doing. Cause it's, you know, you're just sort of allowing yourself to play in this moment. You don't have to sort of hit these marks and make sure that you're in the light and make sure all this other stuff. But yeah, the Lego Star Wars special was so fun to be a part of. <laughs> I got to sing that song in the Hutties, I believe it's called, Wild. <laughs> it was so much fun and so silly. And I had a great time. I may have watched it three times and my niece, <laughs> she's just eight and she was not a huge Star Wars person. But she was like quoting the emperor's lines. She was just so into it. It was so funny. It, it was funny. really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really smart the way they were able to get people into, you know, meeting the characters from all the different movies by doing the, I can't even explain it. I'm not even going to try. The portal the thing, thing. With the portal thing. Yeah. The, the, the <laughs> travel. Yeah. Wild. yeah. Less talky talky, <laughs> more fighty fighty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen it. Watch it. And so Kelly good. is brilliant. Thanks. <laughs> it's always the time of year for a holiday special. Holidays are all, all year for me, as far as I'm concerned. Always. I'm like, I'm listening to that Instant Christmas album. June, July rolls yes. around. It is. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. Well, whenever we have guests on our show that are huge Disney fans like us, we love to ask them about their Disney favorites. Mm. So, outside of Raya and the Last Dragon, what is your favorite Disney animated film? Probably Mulan. I know I brought it up before, but there's so many lines in that movie that are so funny. Like there's that, uh, I forget what his title is, but the emperor's like assistant when he's like, order, can I have order? And everyone's like, I'd like a pan of fried noodle, sweet and pungent <laughs> shrimp. That's my favorite line from that movie. <laughs> I love so, this. That's amazing. Yep. That's like a line I remember, but I wouldn't, it, it wouldn't be top of mind for me. Now I'll always think of that when I think of Mulan. There are so many Disney lines that I just randomly will bring into my life. Like I really love Lion King as well. It's one of my favorites. Mm. And whenever I'm cooking breakfast, I will be like, are you aching for some bacon? It's <laughs> <laughs> great. I, like, I like that you're quoting, like, these are not like the top, these are, you're like making yeah. deep cuts of, of Disney <laughs> favorite quotes. Oh here. yeah, these are real specific. <laughs> That's how we know you're a true fan. 
Oh my goodness. It's nice to know also that I'm not the only person singing to myself making breakfast. So that's nice. Listen, you gotta make it fun, you know? Um, speaking of singing, favorite Disney song? Favorite Disney song? Hmm. Probably A Whole New World. I mean, it's a classic. I also love all of the music from Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, it is yeah. surprisingly, like that movie holds up. Like it is so good when he's singing about like, there's something deep inside of these bones. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm, so, I'm crying. It's so good. Ooh. Yeah, good song. I think a musical is next for Kelly, I think. I'm dying yes. to do a musical. Send this out into the world. I'm dying to do a musical. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. We could do a, a Marvel musical, a Pixar. We've got to get you checked off in all the boxes, all the I different would, Disney listen, brands. Yeah. I would yes. love that. I, I would love to do Nat Geo. Yeah. Nat Geo. Anything love Nat Geo. these days. Listen, listen. <laughs> yes. Love those documentaries. <laughs> we know the answer will not be Star Tours, but favorite Disney park attraction? Mm. Indiana Jones. Ooh. For sure. Ooh. That ride rules. That ride is so good. <laughs> favorite. And keeping it, is, it in the yeah. Lucasfilm family there. So yeah. I like what you did. Yeah. <laughs> that ride is so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I really just like, I remember riding it as a kid and it just made my imagination do things. Like that snake was horrifying. And <laughs> as an adult, still horrifying. Yeah, that ride rules. Yeah, I can't wait till we go on it again. Yeah. Same. Yeah, same. Favorite Disney sidekick, Kelly? Other than Raya's sidekicks, of course. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Hmm, gosh, there's so many good sidekicks. I feel like they're always the most memorable characters. Am I wrong? No, I'm right. Yeah, no, I, are you kidding? <laughs> Before you got on, I was saying like, we should have Alan Tudyk on the show because I'm obsessed with Hey Hey. It's really the only reason <laughs> I want him on the show, so. Also, um, he's so incredible. He's like Amazing. in everything. He's so good. Favorite Disney sidekick. I was going to say Mushu, but I feel bad because I've used Mulan way too much. So Never use Mulan too much, but you I can know. have more than one. <laughs> That's true. I also used Lion King before, but Timon and Pumbaa are like classic, hilarious. Mm. What are some other good ones that I like? What do you guys like? I mean, Hey Hey is obviously the best hey, hey. sidekick hey, hey. ever. I literally was thinking Mushu, so... Which is we are synced right here, Kelly. Yes, 100%. He's travel size for our convenience. <laughs> Come on, it's genius. I was going to say, and Bruni. Like, Bruni from Frozen 2. Bruni! So cute. The cutest. I loved Frozen 2. Yes. That 80s music video scene, I was like, yes! Oh. <laughs> I didn't know I needed this, but I did. Yeah. <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, taking it back to the parks. We know you love your corn dogs. What is your favorite Disney park snack other than the corn dog? Oh no, no, no! See, I have a whole like list of things that I have to get while I'm there throughout the day. <laughs> so yes, um, okay, run us through it. Yeah, run Sherry it okay. is like a connoisseur of all Disney park snacks, so she is going to be making notes of this. Just you very know, excited, very excited. Notes. So usually when I first get there, you know, I've driven like an hour and a half. That's when I get the corn dog, like pretty much right away. And then depending on if I'm in like a sweet or savory part once like an hour passes after the corn dog i'm gonna need something else i love the popcorn i know mm -hmm. popcorn's kind of boring but disneyland oh, yeah. popcorn is like wildly delicious mm -hmm. and the it's beignets perfectly obviously. buttered perfectly buttered and we mm -hmm. love the beignets so that oh, comes next yes. there's also that place on main street 
and you walk inside and there's like the elephant inside. I don't know what it's actually called, but they have great oh, ice the, cream. The Gibson oh girl? Gosh. The What's Gibson girl. Oh, is yeah. that what it's called? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I'm really boring and I do like vanilla with rainbow sprinkles because that's like my classic ice cream <laughs> choice. Can't um, go wrong. Can't go wrong. And then for lunch, I go to- uh... I love that we're just getting to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. We have got to go to Disneyland together because this is my I kind of day. <laughs> So for lunch, there is, is it the pizza port? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. And I get the chicken fusilli pasta because it's incredible. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I eat the entire thing because you got a carb load. So you have energy for the rest of the day. Mm. Um, (laughs) I mean, you're walking it off. It's totally fun. You're walking it off. Right. And if I'm feeling crazy, I'll do like a dole whip, you know, who knows? Mm. Sometimes it it, it comes and goes because it's between that or the churro. Let's uh, talk about those churros. Why not both? Oh, well, it depends both. on how, yeah, you know, sometimes I do, if I'm going <laughs> with someone, I'll be like, you get that, I get this. Can I just tell you guys, don't ever get in between me and a Dole Whip. Like, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Noted. Double go to the Magic Kingdom for a Dole Whip only, period. Okay, <laughs> Sher- Sherry knows that my favorites, like they do the Dole Whip with rum. You can get that at the Disneyland Hotel. Oh, yeah. What? I didn't know that. It's okay, when's it opening? You guys know stuff. When's Disneyland I opening? <laughs> I wish they're doing this great hard ticket event at Disney California Adventure with food and some light entertainment. So we great. should all go for that. Yes, get me some tickets. Yes. I'm there. Hopefully propose, they can just... I was going to say, I propose a Kelly Marie Tran dining menu. Okay, I w- listen, I yes. would do that. Food and crawl. I was just, I was legit about to say, because you guys have connections with the Disneyland parks, maybe you could just ask if they'll wheel the uh, corn dog cart over to California Adventure <laughs> so that I could get one at this event. Just I think that's throwing that out there as a favor. Fun. Well, yeah, there cool. is Corn Dog Castle. I need a picture of myself on my tiptoes because that cart is pretty high and I can barely reach getting the corn dogs. <laughs> Ellie, I need this picture too, okay? I need this image as well. <laughs> So first, thank you so much. This has been awesome. And we end every interview with the same question. And my guess is based on how much we've been talking, this may be hard to winnow down, but what is your favorite Disney memory? So after I found out that I got Raya, I went home to visit my parents. Like, I don't, I don't know how long ago this was, but I hadn't been home in a while. My bed, my childhood bedroom is still pretty much intact. It's got like bright yellow walls. There's like posters from the musicals I was in in high school on the walls. It's just like embarrassing. And I didn't remember this, but when I walked in, I had this Disney princess frame that has all the Disney princesses. And in the picture frame was a picture of me, I think in like seventh or eighth grade dressed up as Snow White. And I think that for me was a big Disney memory moment because I was like oh I get to be like a Disney princess and here's a picture of me like as a child like dreaming about that and that was pretty big for me (laughs) wow that's amazing it has been so much fun talking to you I'm not kidding about going to Disneyland together and eating all the food we can eat (laughs) yes I need that (laughs) all four of us (laughs) going on this food crawl but thank you so much for joining us this is amazing and your movie is incredible thank you Thank you. Guys, this was really fun. Yeah. I'm you. hungry and I want to watch uh, Mulan and Lion King again. <laughs> With a churro and a Dole Whip and a corn dog. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, she's so fun. I feel like I've known her my whole life, you know? <laughs> like she's Agree. a childhood friend, <laughs> at least in my dreams. <laughs> well, 
Thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.